recognize real, gon' recognize real, gon' recognize real, real. Phony gon' recognize still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. Welcome, welcome to the KIRP Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy, man. Another Sunday, we back at it once again. Can't stop, won't stop. Got to keep it going. Whatever happens, the show must go on, baby. And uh, actually, today is our official, well, we're one day away. We we, we started uh, November 28th of last year, but uh, today marks the Sunday show, uh, one-year anniversary of our Sunday uh, beginning. On the KRP radio show. I wish I had a round of applause for that, but we don't. So you guys applause at home for us. But anyway, we are always holding it down on the KRP radio show, and I'm definitely proud to uh, to have been doing this for a year, um, you know, on our own for the most part. 
We do have three other states that we're affiliated with. Um, California, you guys know WMMG over there. Um, Washington, same network, WMMG, which which is my network, actually. And also uh, one more that plays us sporadically. And uh, we're trying to work that out. And that's in Orlando, Florida. No call letters that we can give out at this time. But, um, you know, B.I.G., shout out to all the stations out there that show us a lot of love, man. That, and if, whether they play the show on a weekly basis or, you know, ever so often, don't matter to me. I just appreciate the love, man, because we got a lot of info to get out there to folks. And uh, it's just showing that how relevant we are. So B.I.G., shout out to everybody out there, man, who always come through, always holding us down, always listening to the show, help us broadcast this, that, and the third. Shout out to Joe and Elijah for always helping me out. And, and many more other people, Charlotte. You know, the list goes on, man. There's, there's tons of people who, who always help us out and uh, who make this network a huge success. And I'm very appreciative to that fact. Um, I'm a little slow. I'm a little dreary. Had a little accident, but, you know, we'll come back to that in just a second. And um, it's been a lot of things going on in the news, man. There's some things I want to get at, but, um, you know, some things I want to talk about. But also, you know, the main topic of today and, and I guess that's the reason a lot of people are probably on here and uh, wanted to call in to talk about was, uh, you know, something that we posted on the blog. I think I, I did actually post it on the Facebook page as well. And, um, you know, we just wanted to talk about it. And uh, basically the topic of the evening is is how can America fend without God? You know, can America stand without God? It seems that a lot of things are happening all over the United States. A lot of people aren't aren't relying on on a God anymore. Um, A lot of people are taking God out of the equation and out of the conversation. And the states are trying their best to and are succeeding in large part of uh, abandoning God from anything public that's going on lately and that's going on today. So, you know, that's something we want to talk about. America with no God, what would it be like? Um, You know, things are already bad and and in most religions, there's a standard. And frankly, Christianity in America is our main religion. You know what I mean? So I got to say and I got to admit that there's a standard that comes along with being a Christian, whether we follow it all the way or not. Or, you know, at the end of the day, you know, there's a Ten Commandments. There, there's a standard that you go by. There's a righteous way to act or, or a righteous cause or, or a righteous revelation that um, Christians live by. So, you know, this country was founded on that. And, you know, there's conspiracies here and there about, you know, whatever happened through history. And I understand that. But what I want to know is, could we survive without a God in America? And what would it be like? Because it seems to me that things are getting worse throughout the states, throughout the country. And the worse they get, or or the more worse they get, you know, the more God is needed in my mind. But anyway, um, Right this minute, we're going to go to our our report from Charlotte, always holding us down from Triad Super Savers. Look her up on Facebook, also stretchingyourbudget.com. Charlotte is probably the most frugal person that I know. Um, she always, always, always has a good word for us and always, you know, explains a better way for us to save a couple dollars. Her website is definitely dedicated to the people. It, folks, if there's anything that you can do to help stretching your budget to try at super savers or anything that can, that you can do. And a lot of times they're only asking for coupons. You know what I mean? But if there's anything you can do for these folks, reach out to Charlotte and uh, get with her and see what you can do to help them out because they're always doing something And her website and her work 
is definitely the people's work. She does not get paid for this. She doesn't get paid for coming on KRP. She absolutely dedicates herself to the people and helping you save money. So anything that they need or anything that they have going on over there, over there, we definitely want to help out. And all you have to do is reach out. You can send us an email at krpradio at gmail.com. That's K-I-R-P radio at gmail.com. You know what? I'll let Charlotte tell us, man, because I know she's got a good word today. Charlotte, what's up? Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Can't complain. So, um, tell us, uh, how was Thanksgiving? It was very good. It was very good. We probably ate too much, but it was really nice to be with family and, you know, hang out with people we don't always get to see a lot. So. I'm still eating too much. <laughs> my Thanksgiving <laughs> was good until today, but let me just let you go with the people and I'll tell you what I did to myself in a minute. Okay. Um, well, I hope you all survived Black Friday. I know um, I did. My husband and I went out and um, braved the crowds, so it was quite uh, amusing. There was tons of crowds, and whenever the first sale started, we were at Walmart, and um, we were there at 10 o'clock, and the first box that was torn open was like two seconds before 10, and I heard people screaming. We were all looking around the corner wondering what, you know, we thought somebody had gotten hurt, but no, just people fighting over like $2 um you know, mixers and stuff like that. So it was quite amusing. Um, but we definitely, you know, got some good deals, and I always think it's worth it because it's just fun to me. Um, my husband's definitely a people watcher, so he enjoys watching the weirdos that are out and um, keeps him amused while I'm shopping. So um, hopefully you guys were safe and got some good deals. And, um, you know, in light of that, Cyber Monday starts tomorrow. I don't know if you guys are, you know, gearing up for that, but that's another huge way to save money. And so I thought I'd give you five quick money-saving tips um, on how to maximize your savings during Cyber Some stores have already started um, their sales. You know, a lot of um, stores started Black Friday early. Well, stores are catching on with the Cyber Monday early. So several stores have started their sales today. And then um, – a few others are going to continue through the whole week. Um, I noticed Target, I was looking at their deals today, and they're going to be doing Cyber Week deals. So um, be sure to check out all the sites um, that you think that there might be something that you're looking for. We'll try to cover as many as we can. And um, there's some other great sites that you might want to check out too. Uh, The number one thing that I would tell you is do your research before you start shopping. Um, You can check out sites like CyberMonday.org or CyberMonday2011.com. Both of those sites kind of gather all the different stores um, that are going to have sales, and they'll lay out all the different, um, you know, times and things, uh, sales that might be starting. So it's a good thing for you to check that out before you go and shop so you don't miss a time and um, just so you don't miss a store that you might be looking for. So, they do a lot of the hard work for us, and so it's a good idea to check those stores out first. Another thing that I would suggest is, you know, decide whether it's time for you to buy now or buy later. The reason why I say that is because a lot of stores will use this time, you know, as Cyber Monday, oh, it's the best day to save. Well, that's not always the case. Um, so I would just encourage you, like I was saying before, to do your research, but also decide is this going to be the lowest price that this item is going to be on sale or not. You know, this is one of the things that we struggle with a lot in 
the couponing world? Is it the lowest price possible, and is this the time to save and to buy? So that's going to be part of your research, um, just to find out whether or not it's the best time for you to buy. Just because they say Cyber Monday, big savings, you know, some stores jack up the price and then say, oh, it's on sale to make you think that it's the best deal. Um, But that's not always the case. You can check out a website um, that I like to use called Decide.com. That's D-E-C-I-D-E.com. They give pricing history on products. You can type in a product that you, you know, are thinking about buying, and it will show whatever pricing history is available on that product. So you can see what a lowest price that um, item has gone for and then what that black or that cyber Monday price is now going for. So that can give you a good price comparison to help you decide and make the best decision possible. Um, and then another, you know, tip that I would say is check out, um, you know, a lot of the popular sites frequently um, because especially sites like Amazon.com, Walmart.com, they will change their um, prices periodically throughout the day, and they also will be adding new items um, to their, you know, Cyber Monday list. So periodically check throughout the day, you know, um, and make sure that you're not going to miss out on anything that you really did want. You know, Amazon does a lot of different price changing throughout the day. They are constantly, whether it's Cyber Monday or not, their normal pricing changes very frequently. Um, So just learning about the sites that you're using will help you make the best, um, you know, possible deal as well. So like I said, research is going to be your best friend. Um, obviously, don't take too much time, but I want you to make sure that you're getting the best deals possible. Um, so just frequently check different sites throughout the day just to make sure you don't miss anything. Um, one other thing, actually, I actually have two more points, but one of the things is avoid shipping costs. A lot of sites will be offering, um, you know, I've seen a lot this past weekend, free shipping if you spend $50 or more. Um, and usually you don't have to have a coupon code for that. Um, so just check, you know, across the top of the website and see if there's any kind of free shipping offer for you. If there's not, then um, you want to go and do a little research and see if you can find a coupon code to um, give you that free shipping because you might find the best absolute deal, but you can get killed in shipping costs. They can range anywhere from 2 to $20 in shipping fees. So that's something that you want to try to avoid um, you can check out a site called freeshipping.org, or you can also um, just Google free shipping codes for whatever store it is that you're looking for. A lot of times that's what I do. That's, you know, Google's always your best friend. Um, and then another thing that you want to try to do is just look for um, any kind of coupon code for um, whatever store it is you're looking for to help lower your out-of-pocket costs. A lot of online stores will allow you to use more than one coupon code during, you know, a transaction. So I always just try. You know, it's never going to hurt if you try. So it'll pop it out if it says not, you know, eligible. Um, but I just look for any kind of like 20% off your purchase, um, $5 off 50 whatever it might be. You just see if you can add any other kind of coupon code to help maximize your savings. Um, and then the last quick thing is, you know, I've talked about this before, but if you're just tuning in, um, cashback, you know, one of the best, most 
amazing thing to me is when I'm shopping online, I always want to go through sites that are going to give me cash back. Um, there's no catch to it at all. I use it every single day. Um, but the two most popular are ebates.com, that's E-B-A-T-E-S, and shopathome.com. Um, I've talked about Shop at Home quite a bit before, but both of these sites um, are just kind of a gateway through to whatever site you're shopping at. So you want to go to those sites first, and in the search bar you're going to search, let's say, Walmart. You'll just type in Walmart and then um, hit Enter, and then it will take you to um, a Walmart coupon page. And then you're just going to hit Shop Now, and that's going to just directly take you to um, Walmart's home page. You don't do anything else on that um, cashback site. That's all you did was just click Shop Now. And then they will um, automatically deposit whatever percentage that that um, you know, site determined as cashback, and then we'll show you on those cashback sites before you go. Um, and then once you make your purchase in a few days, they'll deposit that cash back into your account, um, whether it be Shop at Home or Ebates, whichever you decide to use. I use both um, because some sites give more than others, just depending. So I just check either one and see which one has the highest cash back at that time. Um, and then once your account reaches a certain amount, like Ebates, $5, they'll send you a check in the mail. So, you know, you don't put any... Um, banking information into that site whatsoever. It's just kind of a gateway thing, just for using that site, and then they give you money. So just for you shopping online, you get paid. So it's another great way for you to maximize your savings. So good luck on your Cyber Monday, and I hope you guys get some good deals. I plan on doing all my shopping from home, if I can help it. <laughs> Every well, that's single the best thing bit about of it. Cyber Monday. Yeah, I'm definitely on it. I'm trying to do everything from here, sitting at the desk from my house, not going nowhere, not fighting the crowd. I can't stand it. I don't know what it is. I love people, but I hate shopping around, around people. So you Kill weren't me. out on Black Friday then? Oh, no, man, I did not. Listen, <laughs> I didn't leave the house <laughs> until like 2 in the afternoon. It's so Period. fun. I got a lot of work done, but I yeah I, I rode by a couple stores and I watched the people. I watched all the cars, and I watched a lot of people bump heads and bump into each other. And it was fun watching them play bumper cars, but that's about it. Yeah, I enjoy the crazy, craziness of it all. <laughs> yeah, you can have that, Charlotte. Listen, <laughs> um, is there any is there any dessert left at your house? From Thanksgiving. Well, we have about three more slices of cake left, and that's it. Reese, I can't come down there for that. I was about to say, tell Ben to wrap that up for me, but that's okay. <laughs> if it's only, if it's only, he would. Hey, look, three slices, I, I'll, I'll pass this time. Dang. I made a butter pecan cake, and it was gone like immediately. <laughs> man, that's I love. Man, that sounds good. I could use some of that right now. Anyway, let me get off of talking about food here, man. You know, Thanksgiving was cool. Everything was good. That, those were some good tips, though, and I'm looking forward to doing that. Cyber Monday will be B.I.G. for me. I'm definitely looking forward to that. I have to, uh, I got to get a couple things, and I can't say them out loud, but I got to get a couple things that I, I need to go ahead and get now. So let me ask you, what do you think about e-books? Like the e Kindles. Like and e-readers? Yeah, the e-readers. Um, yeah, those are definitely, um, this past weekend has been the time to buy. Um, 
you know, I haven't checked out the Cyber Monday prices on e-readers, but I know that the lowest that I saw for um, Kindles were $73, and the lowest for the Nook I saw was $99. So, um, you know, those were popular retailers, so that was like at Walmart and Target. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely would be on the lookout for tomorrow for e-readers. They, this is the time to buy. I don't think you'll see any lower price than right now on those, which will probably be the best time to buy those. Cool. That sounds good because I plan on getting one tomorrow if I can. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Make Gotta sure you email it. me and I hope you get the best deal. <laughs> All right. Cool. I'll, I'll do that too. I'm gonna. I'm gonna definitely do that. I'm gonna start tonight. I'm gonna do the eBay thing too and the Amazon and all that and see what I can find. But you know, it, there's some competitors out there, man. I don't. I don't even know if you know if uh, the Kindle and the Nook is the way to go. I've seen that Google has like a some sort of e-reader too that. That uh, that dubs is a like a web computer or whatever a tablet. It dubs is a tablet, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. It, it was a little cheaper too, so I might go that route, especially for it being for who it is. Let me hush because <laughs> Santa's talking. So yep. anyway, well, I will um, say the Kindle Fire is that new one that's out, and that is going to be kind of your cross between a tablet and an e-reader as well. Oh really? The Kindle Fire, and that just came out on Amazon. Hmm. So. I still, I think I saw a commercial on that. I might have to check that out. Daddy, daddy can't spend too much this Christmas, man. We got to fall back. Kids getting big. And now it's easy to get out of control. It is. Every year I get out of control. I got to keep it real. Every single year. And I don't have to. So my kids already know what time it is. Anyway, any shout-outs, Charlotte, before you go? Um, Well, I don't really have a shout-out, but I did want to just mention for the local people out there um, that a fellow blogger of mine um, at RacingAndSavingMama.com she is doing a toy drive for Vendor's Children's Hospital, and um, you can find out more information on that if you'd like to donate, um, you know, some toys for kids that are, you know, in the hospital right now. This is a, an awesome thing that you can help out, and even if you're not local, you can contact me or email um, Christina at RacingAndSavingMama.com, and she will, um, you know, get you the information on how you can donate to Brenner's Children's Hospital. Um, so that's just one little thing I wanted to throw out there. Um, if you guys have any email questions or anything regarding that, you can feel free to contact me. Sounds good. Is that, is that RaisingAndSavingMama.com? Racing, R-A-C-I-N-G, yeah. Like Racing and Saving Mama.com. I like that. We got to check that out. Give my people to write that down right now, and we'll put that out there on the site here in just a few. Right, Joe? He can't comment, but he can text me. <laughs> anyway, um, definitely B.I.G. shout out to you, Charlotte. It, it's been um, almost a year with you as well. I think maybe um, six months or something like that. I don't know, but um, you've been you've been on the ride with us, man. And it's it's been a beautiful ride so far. There are a lot of folks out there who would like us to do this elsewhere, but I don't like to be censored. So you know, right now we'll just keep rocking like we rocking, and we'll keep turning numbers. We over two hundred thousand listeners right now and it's a beautiful thing i posted some stats from views all around the world from people who have listened to the show and uh we're we're up there man it's a beautiful thing that's awesome congratulations on your year congratulations on your year (laughs) (laughs) we'll be in touch charlotte i'm all i gotta go all right all right much love bye goodbye so, yeah, that was Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com, always holding us down, bringing us that good word ha, 
on how to save a couple dollars, man. And, and Charlotte's B.I.G. Because uh, she does this just out of the kindness of her heart. And, and I think it's a beautiful thing. I know I got callers on here, you guys. Hang on a second. It's at the 830. I got to go to a commercial here. Um, it's just what we do, man. We got to pay a couple bills. Even though we do the show on our own, we have a little bit of expenses. We got a couple bills we got to pay. When we come back, um, we got a lot to talk about, man. We got the NFL scores and... Mainly, the topic of the evening is what we really want to talk about. America with God or not. Can we do it? Is there a benefit? America with God, what would it be like? It's on you, baby. We're taking all callers tonight. We want you guys to leave us the comments and let us know what you feel like. If you are listening on the air, you can hit us up at 619 638 8559. Make sure you press 1 if you got a comment. Also, you can hit us up on other sites if you got a comment and you want us to read them off. You hit us on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash KIRP Radio Show. You can also hit us up on Twitter at symbol KIRP Radio Show or at symbol NC Pudgy. That's me. Um, look, we all over, man. You listen to the KRP Radio Show. We'll be right back after this commercial break. North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. have a garage full of old junk at least you think it's old junk how about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time well if you do make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away again that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington North Carolina Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates sterling old furniture pottery Science, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of Eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336 336- 214-6427 And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge And if you can't get to him at that number Make sure you dial this other number 336-675-4897 And don't forget Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says Don't forget the reason For the season
our tax code is the 21st century version of slavery. The IRS has become the overseer of the American people. In a Herman Cain administration, April 15th will no longer be a day to be dreaded. My 999 economic growth and jobs plan is a major step towards tearing the chains off the backs of the American people. We have got to supercharge the growth of this economy. Herman Cain says it's really time for massive tax cuts. Take the current tax code and replace it with a 9% tax on corporate profits, a personal flat tax of 9%. The tax code goes away. You don't have to fill out all those trade reforms. And a 9% national sales tax. We'll all be able to say, free at last, free at last. We will replace oppression with prosperity. King says the 999 plan. Shout out to Herman Kane, man. Still going strong out there. I can't knock your hustle, Herman Kane. That's why we got Hustle Hard playing in the background. Everybody know about that Hustle Hard, right? Hustle Hard. They said Herman Kane is doing his thing. They said Herman Kane has turned his campaign into a book tour. I don't know about that. But, uh, you know, I, I still think Herman Kane, I still think he has a good shot, man. Shout out to Herman Kane, man. I. I'm not mad at the man because he's not a politician at all. Not a politician, never has been a politician. Basically, a regular citizen just like you and me. So I got to give the man a shout-out, man. And, uh, you know, plus they got the ad on here. So, you know, shout-out to them, man. Conservative in the house. Let's go. Um, you're back with the KRP Radio Show. Herman Cain and his 999 has gotten him in a little bit of a bind, bind, bind with all that's going on with this campaign. But we'll find out what's true or false. I don't know. You know, I won't convict the man because, hey, I don't know what's true and I don't know what's false. But anyway, 8.36 p.m. Sunday night. It is our one-year anniversary, actually tomorrow. But, you know, Sunday is the Sunday and it's the closest to the anniversary. So, you know, hey, got to show love on this day last year is when we first started the show. Not including the prequel, but the official show, the official first broadcast you know, here we are, and uh, you know it's been it's been it's been a nice little journey along the way. We've uh, we've dabbled with more than a few radio network, you know, more than a few radio stations, a few networks, and, and whatnot. A lot of AM stations. Shout out to all the AM stations out there that gave us a shout. I won't call any call letters because a lot of them don't want to be affiliated with us anymore. And you know that's that's cool. You know that's that's all good. But uh, one thing about me, I'm consistent about what I say. I'm consistent about what I do. 
and I just got to keep it real. I'm not, you can't, you can't sugarcoat the truth, man. Sometimes you just, well, all the time you got to put the truth out there, but sometimes it just, it just has to be told plainly. You know what I mean? You have to say it plainly. You can't, you can't, you know, worry about people's feelings all the time. You just got to come out with it. And it is what it is, man. I, I think, I think we did a lot of growing on the show. You know, we started out letting people know that everybody in the world that was black was not a Democrat. And why? You know, we back, we backed it off facts. We talked about how Martin Luther King was a Republican and how this stuff went along and how all Republicans aren't right and all Democrats aren't right. And you got to have an individual spirit when it comes to voting. You got to know who you're voting for and who, you know, who you put your trust behind and how to actually go to these people and say, Hey, you look, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So, you know, we started out on that road and, you know, people were going crazy. Oh, you're just a Republican. I'm like, well, if I am, I am, but I'm not, you know, but if I am, I am. And here's the reason why I would be. Here's the reason why I'm conservative. Here's the reason why I was a Democrat or why I thought I was a Democrat. Here's the reason and the stance that I took. So, you know, that's how we started the show. And there's a lot of controversy at the beginning. Um, there's a lot of people who started listening that probably not listening anymore because they didn't stick around to find out, you know, the whole story. So now here we are and uh, we're sitting in the middle. You know what I mean? I'm a centrist, you know, for what it's worth, probably leaning more to the right. Um, but at the same time, I, I want, you know, it's just my heart. And I, and I think this is just the God in me that I think everybody should have. I think people that are less fortunate should have things. I don't think they should go without food. I don't think they should go without the right medical attention. Now, should it be free? By no means. Hell no. I don't think it should be free. I mean, I think you should work to earn your keep. You know what I mean? So I'm not even going to get off on all that right now, man. I got a few things that I want to say, but first I need to take a call out of the 252 because this caller has been holding since the beginning of the show. Um, 382, 382 caller, you are on the air with Pudgy. What's up? Is this me? You got me? Is this I me? got you. I got you. This, it's you. This is your boy. Marcus Mayo, a.k.a. M. Survive. M. Survive, my What's man. M. Survive. It's good, brother. I just, I just wrote this on your Facebook page to the show. Uh-huh. I said this much here. I said, I'm on the phone line waiting to speak, but I'll say this much because I realize you get a lot of love and people are waiting to speak. It's always and I must say, first, though. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody knows so that about you. <laughs> I, 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 my words is I must say that without God, people get caught up in other people and overlook the fact that only God is perfect. We need to know that people who make it out to church regularly are only people who can look past themselves and see that God needed to use them to help the others get past themselves as well. Without God, we have no encouragement to face tomorrow with a change in the way we fear or doubt or don't, or don't try to live up to the privileges God has in store for those who are faithful. Just wow. because we're all imperfect does not give us the power above God to see us in his way and for what he wants us to have. My opinion causes me to say that I have even noticed that some shows gladly give the Lord his props. For example, Sheldon on Big Bang Theory could be quoted for saying that the Lord cries when we deceive for our own gain. Mm. Meet the Browns, you don't even have to say where they stand with God. Mm-hmm. So there's a reiteration of morals and values that stem from religion is necessary for order and guidance and for a compass for us to go by. And most religions share the recognition of a God, even without that God being or relating to Christ. God made a song called Pray. He described vividly how people make it through hard times by praying, giving some hope and positive outlook for the future and incentive to think rationally and use good judgment. So Mm -hmm. I guess 
this is all I'm saying, and, and this ends my speaking. Mm-hmm. I guess we need God so we could be reminded to pray to have hope and positive outlook for the future and incentive to think rationally and use good judgment. One love. <laughs> Ooh. That that's a lot right there, folks. And and for the folks who if, if that went over your head real quick or you wanted to, to hear more, he actually wrote it on the Facebook page, on the KRP Facebook page, you know, you can search it or whatever. But um Man, that that that's a whole lot of knowledge in just a couple paragraphs right there, brother. Or or in a paragraph, I must say. Thanks. And uh, I Thanks. I think it's on point, man. Because, you know, here's the thing. What what do you think society be like? Just paint the paint the picture in your mind as as we talk about it briefly here, just for one sec, Marcus. Um, okay. What what do you think society would be like without a God in fifteen to twenty years, publicly speaking? Well, I will say this much. Uh, quoting the Tao Te Ching, that's the mm. Lao Tzu book, if you're familiar with that. Oh, yeah, I know about uh, the Lao Tzu. But I, go ahead. <laughs> I, 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 so one of the quotes he has, I don't know it word for word, but I did read it, so I'm kind of versed in it. He says that without or in the midst of chaos, the people will tend to want to do the right thing. Like they'll want um actual um um to order so i basically say that if you give them the chance to have it but it could be enhanced by noticing that there's a god like there's not a specific god you have to have to live in america you know what i'm saying so the fact that you're free like there's a sort of a free for all people tend to feel the need to serve god Mm-hmm. the God of their choice. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So I think that that kind of helps out the in America, that mm-hmm. is kind of uh, not a set guide for what God you got to serve. I mean, mine is Christ, but that don't mean that everybody agree with me. You know what I'm right. saying? But So that's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So Is it, is it, like, is it though, does it, does it seem that, does it seem like, um, Society is trying their best to take God out of things, though. I mean, from from your perspective, um, it seems like they're trying to take it out, and it seems like they're trying to keep it in. Like I'm surprised by some of the television shows I regularly watch. Like I said about Big Bang Theory, I I, I just watched that like a like a few like a couple of uh, uh, hours ago, and right. it surprised me that Sheldon was like. He was talking about Christ, like the Lord weeps if you deceive for your own gain. I was like, wow. You know, Mm -hmm. it blew me away because I didn't expect that show. I mean, I know that on the show that his mother is a woman who loves the Lord and goes to church and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But it just shocked me how much he does get a chance to reference God and he takes, they take that time to put that into the show. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. Because the show is doing good, it's not like they feel I, I like you don't expect the show doing really, really well to feel like they have to lean on God, but that may be the reason they're so successful. You know, true indeed. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. What what I'm what I'm finding out what it what it seems like um, more so of I think I think uh, pretty rarely we're finding cases like what you found in Sheldon tonight, and. Uh, it, it's it's 
I, I, okay, in a whole season, right? In a whole season of television, if you watch a show, you'll get little hints of uh, their their spiritual beliefs, if you will. You know, their references right, right. to God here and there, but it doesn't balance the negativity towards God that you get if you're watching the show on a regular basis. And now we're just talking about TV. Now I don't, I don't. I don't really get into the entertainment part of it because I know entertainment is for one purpose and one purpose only, right? right to make a right. monetarily, you know, monetarily benefit. And, and and so I don't even get into entertainment because we as a society complain about the entertainment that we support. You know, the, that entertainment couldn't be there if we did not support it. So, you know, on one token, we complain about it in large scale, but at the same time, it's only there because we donate the money that they have, that their paychecks come from. You know what I mean? We 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 support that. So I don't, I don't even get into entertainment, but just speaking from a public basis, when you talk about school or you're talking about court or, or you know, these type of things that, that we have to all do in a society, right. you know, all the public functions that we have, it's crazy that God is, is no longer a, a, a matter. It's, it's like they don't, God doesn't matter in society anymore. You know, once upon a time, we we had a code, you know, a, as a neighborhood. The neighborhood had a code, and, you know, you didn't outright blatantly disrespect God. Whatever God you served, nobody really knew because folks didn't get real down into it. Now, if you're in the South, pretty much everybody knew, hey, you you worshiping Christ. But people just didn't get off on disrespecting God or, or blasphemy, if you will. Now it's almost as if every other Every other website you turn to, every other, we'll go back to TV show you turn to, every other news broadcast, it's blatant disrespect to God, it's blatant blasphemy, if you will, towards Christianity. So it just it just makes me wonder, you know, if we didn't have this to blaspheme, if you didn't have the God to disrespect, or if you didn't have a God to, to draw to, how would society be in a whole? And, and personally, I think it would be negative only because that standard that in which God represents. Right, just true. that plain no disrespect standard, no matter what you worship. There's there's a there's a there's an unwritten rule that you just don't disrespect God. But the minute they started taking these things out is the minute we started seeing all these uh, ju- just ridiculous shows and ridiculous acts out in public. So true, true. Yeah, I'm just I'm just curious, man. I'm asking the questions. I let the people talk tonight. I ain't gonna talk too much. Got a headache anyway. You got a good, no, but you got a good point. I get where you're coming from because um, a long time ago, like, it really meant something when an older person told you to pull up your pants or they told you. If if anybody that was um, older than you told you whatever they told you, you stopped mm-hmm. and listened. Just out of Yeah, but now it, it's like B.I.G. said before he passed away, you know what I'm saying? He said, when you look at our uh, parents, now they're scared of us. You know wow. what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I so, that. I mean, it showed a shift way back in 90, back in the 90s, before it even got all the way to 95, because he had to have written the song way before wow, he that's passed real. away. So, you know what I'm saying? That was before the ni- That was before the mid-90s and the late <laughs> 90s. People could see that taking place. That was you know our era, M-Survive. Exactly. I mean, I only graduated as late as um, 89, so that was only six years before I totally 
uh, that was six years past me becoming um, 18. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, wow. You know, I mean, it has taken a drastic shift away from that north on the moral, the compass that we're all supposed to be on and watching the guidance to go by, but we ain't on that spiritual north. You know what I'm saying? And we ain't there. I don't know, brother. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I, like I always tell people, I'm optimistic, and I, and I have no choice. I have five young reasons to be optimistic. You know what I mean? I, I have to think for the betterment of, of the world because I hope my kids can grow up in a, in a, in a better America than what it's looked like where we're heading. And uh, it looks like we're heading into, you know, something unknown, man. We, we're headed into a big void, you know what I mean? Because... You know, when you, when you, when you, you can, here's what, here's what's crazy too, Marcus. You can say anything, right? Anything in the world that offends right. people. But the minute you say God or you mention Christ, it's like, man, you changed oh, the yeah. whole conversation for the negative today. It used to be for the positive, but now it's like you, you turned the whole conversation negative. We could kick it about music. <laughs> we could talk about girls. You could talk about ass models and all this other stuff out here. The, the sex tapes and all this crazy stuff, but if I if you if you change it to God, it's like you know, I don't believe in that because I think it should be this way. And you, you know, you, you automatically somebody. <laughs> yeah, you you automatically get the negative side, and and I'll just speak on my religion. You automatically get the negative side of Christianity. But here's what's strange now. Now here, here's what's really strange. I've heard a couple of Muslim brothers kicking it about you know their religion, about the Muslim religion, right? And, and, right. and I'm talking about the legitimacy of the Muslim religion. Oh, we don't disrespect nobody's religion on this show. But right, so right, I heard right. a couple of them brothers kicking it, and then I heard another Muslim start bashing that. He was like, well, what about so-and-so and so? What about?" I'm like, damn, this is crazy because our previous conversation was just about drugs, and everybody was hyped, talking about Escobar and going back in time and, you know, Iran-Contra and all this crazy stuff. But now when they started right. talking about you know, you got to do right according to the path of Muhammad. This dude started flipping out, and I and, right. and, well, and it was enlightening. I'm well, sorry. Yeah, it's oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. I'm just saying it was enlightening because the same things are happening in all religions, and it's it's just happening in society. Period. So it it it, it struck a nerve, and it made me wonder. Is are we doomed? Do people just not want to hear about a divine order? Do people not want to do right? I don't think it's that. What I think it is is that religion itself, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you're familiar with C.G. Jung. I can't never pronounce this guy's name right. But and um, Pascal Boyer, they both wrote books on explaining how people get uh, identity to identify or be identified with or uh, um, understanding of religion. And in these books, they basically talk about how it's more of an um, intuition rather than an actual way that you could be brought into the knowledge of Christianity, into the knowledge of religion and the rituals, because they more associate it with death. Because mm-hmm. think about how many times you go to a funeral and how much times a preacher talks about leaving this world to go to another world. Where do you want to go when you die? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of shifts in how people look at it. And I think 
people are kind of scared of death and dying, so that may be one of the reasons people tend to shy away with it, not saying directly, but it may be subliminal in the back of their mind. I mean, I'm not saying this is a direct cause, but it kind of makes me feel like there may just be a link. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you, you're talking about the Jung theory. Jung, right? J-U-N-G? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's, that's the, um, the unconscious mind, something I, I can't remember all of. I know what you're talking about, though. The exploration yeah, and of and everybody want to go see God, but don't nobody want to die. Right. Know? Right. Wow. That's crazy. You took me back, too. I, ain't, I hadn't studied that in a while. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Right. Listen, brother, we're we going to get another call on here, man, unless you got something okay. else to say because we don't cut folks off on the show. Okay, the only thing I got left to say is God bless y'all, man. You're doing a great job. I like the topic. I'm glad I could give some um, um, input. I hope that what I wrote on Facebook saved somebody's soul and make them see that God is the only way to get out of a rut, man. No, that's right. And that's real. Yo, big shout out to you, man, and and I'll be reaching out to you about a hip hop show that we're gonna do too, man, with K Hill and a couple more folks. I definitely want to reach out to you for that, and uh, I'll be in touch with you, M Survivor. I appreciate you calling, brother. Be a regular. Hey, yeah, and I appreciate you for letting me be on the show. Thanks. No doubt, blessings. Uh huh. Thank you. So look, we're gonna go right to another call out of the nine one nine six zero nine. Is the last three you on the air with Pudgy? What's up? Yo, yo, yo. What up, Pudgy? What's going on? What's going on? It's your family, brother. This is Big J Nice. J oh, Vegas, homie. Vegas, Vegas. What's up, Vegas? Good to what see you on here, baby? brother. Another man who know a lot about the Lord on on the line. That's what's up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know I had to call in on this one. Yeah, man. I, what, I what had to call in on this one. What do what, what you think about the topic, man? Hold on. First of all, how the family, man? Because, you know, I read some y'all. y'all. God is blessing. That's all I got to say, man. No doubt. God is blessing. Yo, I, you know, I checked out the uh, checked out the scene or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just a miracle, man, because one hit right over my uh, son's crib. You know, two of them missed uh, my grandmother's chair. Jeez. It, 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 it's, it's, it's a blessing, man. Wow. For, for you guys yeah. know, this, this man's grandmother's <laughs> house got shot up just for nonsense in Wilson, North Carolina, I might add. I hope I'm not putting too much information out there, Jay. Nah, you good. That's just just to let everybody know why I'm always talking, you know, to other people throughout the country and in other countries, why I'm always talking about Wilson, which is my home. There's a lot of work to be done there because these youth are running wild. They're running rampant. And it seems to me they don't have anybody to respect because they're definitely not respecting anybody. So it must be that they don't have anyone to respect. So, you know, they're running wild and they're running crazy. And thank God nothing happened. Thank God nobody yeah. hurt, man. And, and, and you know, like you said, man, God is definitely blessing, brother. Dang. And that, and that directly, you know, uh, refers to the question. Without, mm-hmm. without some type of structure, religion, like something to believe in, you stand for nothing. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you look at what, you look at the reasons and, and the whole reason, you know, the whole spectrum of, you know, why America is America and, and the reason for people coming over to America, like, you know, because they want freedom of religion mm-hmm. from, the, you know, from, you know, the, the England, England mm-hmm. people, whatever. Right. But, uh, so, right. but you get over here. And you promote 
once you get here, is this about Christian representatives or godly, whoever you have to represent your religion? If you don't have good representatives, people are not going to, you know, believe in whatever you got going on. Because, I mean, that's just it, man. Like, a lot of us say that we have God or are supposed to be Christian, Muslim, uh, God body, 5% nation. But what kind of representatives are we of what we say we are? So mm. why would I believe what you're telling me if what you're showing me is something different? Mm-hmm. And it, and it's the whole reason a lot of people have turned away from church in, tra- in traditional times. So it's like, you know, um, in tradition, you know, in church, you had to go to church and you couldn't chew gum or the ladies had to wear their, their skirts below the knees and <laughs> yeah. so, so forth and so on. Yeah. So now you're looking at it. You look when looking at the whole, the big picture. Some some of that stuff is tradition, true. But you're looking at the big picture. A lot of you can't do this and you can't do that. I remember going to a church in Wilson, and I like to play the drums. But I was turned away as a young kid mm-hmm. from. Trying to pursue that much in the church And so from there My family got talked about a lot in this church mm-hmm. So You know it. But when you are dealing with that Inside of a church It kind of turns you away from it So now you it, it opens up the door For The lack of belief in God And also And also when it comes down to the whole struggle you know, people now associate Christianity sometimes with, or just having God, period, no no matter what kind of God it is, with struggle. If you are, you know, of this, of that, of this, a lot of us struggle, but so, you know, they're like, oh, you struggle. But then some people <laughs> say, I, oh, I, I sold my soul and I got rich. So why would I continue to praise a God when I sell my soul and I can wow. get rich? That's my favorite right there now. Tell that. Speak. So, I mean, it's just, right now we do, we are borderline of not having God and having God in America as, you know, the foundation. We are borderline. And what I see, if we don't have it, and I heard you and Marcus talking earlier, it what was, it took me back to was the Book of Eli, the movie The Book of Eli with Denzel. Mm-hmm. They did not have God then, mm-hmm. but they were chasing the Bible. What they were looking for, the book that Eli was supposed to have was the Bible. And the guy that was running the, you know, after all the anarchy happened and, you know, the world was just like what it's supposed to be like, you know, if you're a Christian, what it's supposed mm-hmm. to be like when God comes and, you know, clears everything out. The world is like that now with no type of direction. So everybody thought that the book of Eli, the book that Eli had was the Bible. Mm. So going from that, you know, they chased that. They chased, they, everyone went after him chasing that one book 
that had all these ideas in here because the man said with that book he may change the world. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, so my thing is without God, that's what it that's what it ended up being like. I feel like it 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 just be total chaos. chaos. Just chaos. I I, I man, it'd, I, it'd be chaotic. I I agree with that. I I think. You know, here, here's here's the thing to me, Jay. Like I, I look at I look at a whole lot of things for what they are, man. And um, it seems like, and this is even including people who are like worshipers of of God, okay, of, or of Christ, or or whatever you want to call your religion, or whatever you want to worship. But just speaking on Christianity, Christianity, because that's what I'm near and dear to. It seems that a lot of people are chasing God. A lot of people are worshiping and following God, but nobody really wants to do what he's telling you to do when they find out what he wants. And and because of that, people will not take a stand for what they know is right because it's offensive to their mother, their brother, their sister, their aunt, or whatever. So what's happening is, okay, people are putting God on the back burner. They're going, okay, well, God said he's going to always be here, so... You know, we'll worry about that in a minute, and, and right now let me go do what I'm going to do with them because i got to keep them happy. And then they try to come back and pick up God. And in the meanwhile, when they're over here dealing with everybody else who who, who are easily offended by the truth, my, I might add, so while they're over, over here mingling with the people who, who, you know, who just won't accept the truth for what it is, only want a little bit of the truth, everything is changing because they left God back there. So a whole society is going along and they're forgetting all about God because everything has got to be the way they see it. Everything has got to be cool for them and it's got to work for them. But God is not that way. And that's what's happening in our society today. People are trying to go back and pick up God where they left him at, but now he's gone. And he, and he's right. moving on because society don't want it. They don't they don't want it out in public. They don't they don't want to hear about it. They don't want to talk about it. In in any terms, so now we're dealing with, okay, now we're dealing with a, a, a political structure, or a, a, a representation of people who is our government who's going. You know what? God doesn't work for everybody, so you know what? Maybe we need to take this out. Maybe they're right because they're giving us what we want when we put God down. See, when we put God down, anything can happen. And 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 here's where we are. Like you said, man, we're on the verge of not having God whatsoever in public for any of us. And, and, and I say in public because that's really important, man. It's really important when I say in public because that's what matters to a lot of people. It don't matter what's going on behind closed doors. They're only, going, they're only looking at what's happening in the public eye. They don't care what kind of prayer life you have. They're only looking at what you got. Well, you serving that God and you only got that one-bedroom shack and that beat-up that beat up house but they don't know about all the diseases you overcame and all the people you heal and all the things that you come from. They don't know about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this is what's happening in society. They're going, okay, God don't work out here. Let them people have it over there. Let them have it on their own. You know, they're saying it's okay for you to have God on your own terms, but we just don't want him out here where we can see him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's I agree. It's absolutely I agree. Great. So, you know, I'm like you, man, chaos. Chaos is what will happen. Chaos is what I think we'll see, um, you know, in large part because I think there's just a mutual respect with God in play in public. 
Now, a lot of people say, you know, we get offended by, we shouldn't have to put our hand on the Bible or your Bible. We should use our Bible or we should use this or we should use that. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is. All I know is that God is being taken out of society. He's being taken out of public schools. He's being taken out of out of the courtrooms and out of all public places. You know what I mean? And eventually, you mark my words, we may not be around to see it, but eventually you're not even going to be able to say God in public. Right. Eventually. But the question I have is also is like, um, wasn't America built or United States built on, you know, God? The foundation was supposed to be about God? Absolutely. So when we go to, uh, say we go somewhere where um, Islam is prominent. Mm Mm-hmm. Do we say we are not going, you know, Islam, you know, is pretty much the way of life there? Are we going to go there? Do we have a choice to <laughs> praise and worship our God, but are we going to change or, or be upset about it being an Islamic country to the point where they are Muslims there and that's what they believe in, so we can't, they can't say that they are worshipers of Muhammad? Nah, that ain't going to happen. You, you, there's nowhere else in this world you can go that's going to change the way that society is molded for you. Exactly. So why are we conforming or, or, or changing what it was supposed to be uh, built upon? That's a good question. That, that's a great so, question. That's probably the divine question. So, you know, it's, it's just looking at it, and I'm, I'm you know, I... I and also what you was talking about with, you know, um, personal lives and represent, representation on on the outside. Mm-hmm. Now, I agree totally because what I do with the coaching thing that I do, mm-hmm. I implement God and basically everything that I try to do with them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, no one's going to be perfect, personal. In your personal life, no one's gonna be perfect. That's right. You know, you look at, you look through the the Bible, whatever you read through the Bible. You have, you look at David, you look at Moses, you look at great men of God. They all had issues personally, but on the outside, represent, representing, you know, God, Christianity. Like I said, that's what I believe in. So that's where I speak from. You know, Christianity. These were the great ones in the Bible. These were the ones who you know, really showed or affected a lot of people in the way that the, you know, Christianity, the direction it took. You know, other than, of course, wasn't, it was only one person that ever walked this earth that was perfect. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at it, no one's going to be perfect, but it's also how you, God, if God's forgiven God, it's also how you represent yourself on mm-hmm. the outside. So now representing yourself on the outside, it's like you said, speaking about it, I wore a shirt that I had got from one of my friends at work. And, um, you know, it, it was referencing God, and, and you know, as the healer or whatever. Now, mm-hmm. I got a lot of comments on this shirt. You know, some negative, some positive. <laughs> but, you know, why would I have a negative comment from, you know, me wearing a shirt that referencing God, but it, it was because they were uncomfortable with it. And it's to the point 
Like I even have, I, I, I you know, from in my job I, I deal with people on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So I even have someone telling me that Christianity didn't work for them. So now they're gonna be worshiping Satan, or they're gonna be, you know, <laughs> Satan. I'm just like, I, I don't understand. Like, you know, how long did you did you go through the proper steps? How long, you know, it's just so. But it's just personal. Now it's like personal gain. It's more like what you have. But the the, the bottom line of everything is, you're not gonna be on this earth that long. You know, you're here for a week. Mm-hmm. So, if you believe in an afterlife, do you want to have everything now? And the afterlife's going to be forever once you're gone. Okay. So, you want to have everything now or you want to have everything in the afterlife? So, I mean, that's basically it. But I feel what you're saying totally, man. It, 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 you know, it just when I heard, I was like, "Yeah, he on point." Because I saw the MSN thing too. I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." Yeah, that is crazy. Why would you even ask the question? But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's how it is, man. That, that's what we're facing, brother. That, that's what we're dealing with. It's what we're facing, and here we are. And um, you know, if we don't speak up, man. You, okay, you know, you go through a certain span of your life where you reckless. You know what I mean, and and you, oh, yeah. you do things, and and that's just part of growing, and and but it's like now, and I'm sure people before us probably thought this as well, but now it's like you got no choice, man. You, I mean, it's it's right here in front of your face. It's like how can people really not see what's going on? You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, American citizens in America don't have any voice anymore. You know, just speaking on the political right. sector, they are doing. What they want to do, and that's because we're not saying anything in in large part. And the same thing is happening with God, man. We're allowing people to do what they want to do with God, without saying anything. So, I don't know, man. Right. We, we, I think we're at that bridge, brother. You know what I mean? I, I think we're at that bridge where it's really gonna make or break our future, really, really, really soon. Really soon. That's just my personal feelings. I don't know. Yeah, you saw the breakdown. We saw the breakdown. Like you said, when you and Mark was just talking, we, we both saw the breakdown in our generation. Yeah, we did. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you a reference of Wilson, where we're from. I'm going to give you this reference. Do you remember when everybody in Wilson, or a lot of people, started to say they was lost? Man, yeah. And but you saying you was roster today, but yesterday you was at church with me. Yeah. You were sitting beside me in the same pew. Yeah. But now the next day you saying you something else. So we started to see the breakdown there, but also like you say, it came, it, it, you know, and, and it's just it, it's directly related with what sometimes what your parents put into you, how the generation, you know. Pass down whatever they believe And I saw, you know, another point I saw this thing with Reggie White I don't know who else saw it But Reggie White um, You know, he was a fire and brimstone preacher mm-hmm. So, you know uh, Fire and brimstone all through the league So, you know, he took a trip He learned Hebrew, took a trip overseas You know, uh, went and saw the real Bible The real talk mm-hmm. He said he came back and he was no longer Saying he was a Christian But he believed in God 
Mm-hmm. Because a lot of what we did was tradition. That's right. And he, and he said right before he died, he saw the word redemption in Hebrew right before he died, and he died like spiritually. But, you know, just looking at that, did we lose, was, is it the traditional breakdown that is causing, you know, the lack of God in today's society? It's watered down, B. <laughs> Yep. It's watered down. We got to get that raw uncut version. And, and now with all this water in it, the only way to go get the raw uncut version is go to the source. And that's what exactly. I'm a fine believer in. If you can't take it to the source, you ain't. if I can't go get it from the source, the same thing you telling me, I don't want it. You know what exactly. I mean? You can keep that. And that's what's happening. People are seeing, you know, why, why people are losing faith, I think, is because they're seeing hypocrites in action. And it's mm-hmm. making them not want any because... A lot of the people who are hypocrites live their life as if they can't do any wrong, and they always right. preaching that word as if they don't do any wrong and never will do any wrong, and neither can you. When we all know it's a growing process, we all have to grow into it, and we're going to do wrong all our life. But one thing I do know, man, and, and I got to go to commercial. I just want to tell everybody this, and this is a revelation that I got, Jay, and, and, I, and I shared it on Twitter with a lot of people, and I, and I share it with people that I come across if we, we get on that level of talking. We we model if you believe in Christ, if you I call it a follower of Christ, we model a perfect being with a perfect word with perfect instructions. So I'm not one to believe that we can't be perfect because I think we have to strive to be perfect. You know what I mean? I I think every day that we get is a new day to survive, is a new day to live, and we may get one perfect day, man. We may get one perfect hour, and that's perfection to me. So we modeling God who would Christ like means being like Christ who was the perfect being. We have no choice but to strive for perfection, whether we fail at it or not. I agree. Jay, appreciate you I calling, agree. bro, man. Be a regular man. Much love to you, brother. Stay in touch with me, man. We'll do it. Hip hop show coming up. Look for my email too and a call. Oh, for sure. I'm in there. Six. 619-638-8559 is the number. Press 1 if you got a comment. Going to commercial for two minutes. We coming right back, folks. I'm going to get you guys on the air. I see a lot of lines lit up, man. Just rock with us for a minute. If you're on Facebook, look for us. KIRPRadioshow.com. We're also on Twitter, at symbol KIRP Radio Show. Also on YouTube, we got a couple videos on there. YouTube.com backslash KIRP Radio Show. You can hit us up on the air, www, I'm sorry, on the web, www.krpradioshow.com, or you can call in and just listen to the show, even if you don't want to comment. 619-638-8559 is the number. You're rocking with the KIRP Radio Show, the number one black conservative radio show in the southeastern United States, baby. One year anniversary. Wilson, I'm coming to see you, baby. I'm coming to see y'all. Wilson NC, I'll be there December the 3rd.
all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. K-I-R-P Radio! 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800 442 Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336 336- And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament.
vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. And shout out to my people out there from soundchew.com who always holds it down. B.I.G. in my book, Charlotte N.C., Trinita King Edwards, the CEO over there, excuse me, at soundchew.com, always coming through, showing some love. She'll be on the air really, really, really soon to talk about that on that company. So you guys stay tuned, man. We'll get on the air eventually. I'm not sure when, probably in the first of the new year. Um, you know what we're talking about, man? KRP Radio Show. It's our anniversary show, baby. And, uh, you know, it's going down. You know, shout out to us, man. It's been one year, over 200,000 listeners strong, convincingly. We're doing our thing. We're making our, we're putting our footprints in the sand. And, you know, we're making people respect us. And, you know, we, we're relevant now. You know what I mean? We're relevant now. And And the good thing is we're relevant on a personal and on a positive basis, we don't we don't have a junk radio station where we're out here talking about all this crazy stuff and we run around talking reckless and we're laughing all the time. We're laughing so hard that you can't even understand what we're saying on the show. But we try to bring some things out here that will help people get along the way, share some experiences, and you know talk about some positive thing. And you know what I mean? We're trying to pro- promote growth, man. We got to grow. The older we get, the more we should be growing. Every time we have a conversation with someone, we should learn something. You know, no matter how big, how small, I got callers lit up from all over the country, man. So, but you guys know it's two five two first. I got to switch it up now. Going to the seven one eight. You know, only seven one eight call on the air. So that's all I'm gonna give out. You on the air with Pudgy? What's up? Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. It's um, it's Chaplain Viviana Hernandez. Wow. I have wow. met you at the Frederick Douglass. Foundation. Giving, God giving, bless you. Shout out to all my Frederick Douglass people out there, my family. I'm giving you a big hug through the radio waves. How are you, Chad? I receive it. I receive it. Thank you. Uh, when I saw your topic today, I said, praise the Lord, because <laughs> people have to understand that um, the God, many for this generation, the God that they don't know uh, and the God that's been pushed out of their lives is the God that's going to make things significant for them. Mm. And uh, the brother that was on just before me, um, he had said, well, you know, what exactly is happening? And I have, um, if you give me permission, I have uh, Romans uh, 1, but it's in the message translation. Please do. And it's very, very pertinent. And it talks about this particular um, part is from, Romans 1, 18 through verse 32. And the caption that starts is, it it says, ignoring God leads to a downward spiral. Mm. And And it goes like this. But God's angry displeasure erupts as acts of human mistrust and wrongdoing and lying accumulate. As people try to put on a shroud over wrongdoing and lying uh, accumulates as people try to put um, a shroud over truth, rather. But the basic reality of God is plain enough. Open your eyes, and there it is, by taking a long look and thoughtful look at what God has created. People have always been able to see what their eyes 
as such can't see. They know it in their heart. Eternal power, for instance, and the mystery of his divine being. So nobody has good excuse. What happened was this. People knew God perfectly well, but when they didn't treat him like God, refusing to worship him, they trivialized themselves into silliness and confusion so there was neither sense nor direction left in their lives. They pretended to know it all but were illiterate regarding life. They traded the glory of God who holds the whole world in his hands for cheap figurines you can buy at any roadside stand. So God said in effect, if that's what you want, that's what you get. It wasn't long before they were living in a pig pen smeared with filth, filthy inside and outside, and all this because they traded the true God for a fake God and worshiped the God they made instead of the God who made them. Mm. Wow. The God we bless, the God who blesses us. Oh, yes. Now, I'm coming to the meat of the the matter in these next few verses. Mm -hmm. Worse, followed refusing to know God, they soon didn't know how to be human either. Women didn't know how to be women. Men didn't know how to be men. Sexually confused, they abused and defiled one another. Women with women, men with men. All lust, no love. And then they paid for it. Oh, how they paid for it. Emptied of God and love, godless, loveless wretches. Since they didn't bother to acknowledge God, God quit bothering them and let them run loose. And then all hell broke loose. Rampant evil, grabbing and grasping, vicious backstabbing. They made life hell on earth with their envy, wanton killing, bickering and cheating. Look at them, mean-spirited, venomous, fork-tongued God-bashers, bullies, swaggers, insufferable windbags. They keep inventing new ways of wrecking lives. They ditch their parents when they get in the way, and um, stupid, slimy, cruel, and cold-blooded they become. And it's not as if they don't know better. They know perfectly well they're spitting in God's face, and they don't care. Worse, they hand out prizes to those who do the worst things best. Man, I could keep on going, but does that not show us what has happened to our society since we've pushed him out of the way? That that's a match. You could you can you can apply that to today. Yeah. That's I mean moment, I mean right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right wow. now. If, if someone was not from this world and they said, what about your world? You could read this off. Mm-hmm. And, and take so it So your big question is what happens mm-hmm. when God isn't part of it is that people lose their sense of community. They lose, like, for example, who in the world ever heard of someone um, going to a Walmart for a Black Friday and getting sprayed in the face with pepper spray? I mean that's that's um uh what do you call it covetousness. Yeah. That person was exhibiting yeah. covetousness. I'm going to have this and you're not going to have it and and so I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get it. Wow. You have um God's faith and hope um is thrown out the window. And you know what it, what's good about it is because when the world gets this dark, 
God is waiting to shine a light in the midst of the darkness Mm -hmm. and say, look, I'm here if you just turn back to me. Okay? You have uh, also, they have no clue about their destiny. They don't know why they're living. If they're not seeking God, it's not religion, brother. You and you and I know, and many of the people <laughs> listening, it's about relationship That's and right. the relationship he wants to establish. So it, I'm just thankful that you're bringing this to the forefront because people think that they can dispose of God and there won't be consequences. God says either you're going to obey me and be blessed or mm. disobey me and be cursed. And it used to happen to the Israelites. They would go back and forth like a harlot. Yep. I'm going to do my own thing, and then I'm going to come back to God when things get real bad. But God says, no, come to me in full force. Let there be a revival. Let there be awakening in the land because you know that without me, you're the air I breathe, Lord. And if I'm not breathing you, if I'm not living you, if I'm not living according to your purposes and your plans and your your precepts, then the world ain't right. And the world ain't right. That's right. <laughs> we can we can see that plainly. You know, I, I think I think people I, I think people are searching for answers probably mm-hmm. in, in all the wrong places in, in large yep. part because they mm-hmm. never had a relationship in the first place. Right. And uh you know the people who could steer them near aren't mm-hmm. to be found because in large part, you have to go to some sort of a church to get that. Well, you know, brother, one thing that's happening now is God is starting to send his people to the highways and the byways. That's what I'm talking and, about right there. Yeah, and people are coming into the workplace and being, um, with reason, bold. Because if we don't stand up as strong as any other religion stands up for their God, then we don't even deserve to be his disciples. I know that's right. We need to know that he is our God, and we have to stand up, not as, like, God. God's a shepherd. He doesn't hit you over the head with the pole. He He makes you attractive, and you share with people what God has done and is doing for you in your life and how much he means to the society um, when you have the right relationship with him and how he can turn a situation around. Isn't it funny when when there's disaster, all of a sudden, in most cases, the Spirit of the Lord comes over and hovers in that, and people draw to the Lord and really start helping each other and mm-hmm. loving on each other. Yep. He's there. We just need to turn back to him and say, Father, forgive us that we have allowed other people to shut you out and we're not shining like we need to shine. And then for those who are young, please remember that the Ten Commandments are not a killjoy thing. It's something that frames a society. It gives a certain boundary to society. And when you're listening and and obeying those but having that relationship, not like legalistic, then you have a better life because God put those rules there to help our society. Mm. Not to have that society go wow. down in chaos, like the brothers were saying. So, oh, children, obey your parents because that's the first commandment with a blessing of long life. Ooh. And I thank you, brother. I thank, I thank you, you for the opportunity to share <laughs> and just continue to bl- the Lord continue to bless you and open up your tent wider and wider 
so that the word of God and the truth of God and the biblical understanding of life can continue to flow through these lines. Ooh, I just, man, I'm, I'm sitting back in joy. You keep going. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> it's no, I, good. I saw the topic, brother, and then I remembered that we had met and we had been really standing for the Lord with Frederick Douglass and, sure. you know, the leadership conference because God wants godly leaders. He wants us to um, really connect with our purpose for our for our lives, and then we can be put in key positions where we can affect policy, where we can affect um, even the neighborhood. You know, when they see a godly person, people are drawn to them. And you don't do it because you want people to be drawn to you. You want them to be drawn to the Savior you serve. That's right. That's right. You know, that's That's an awesome thing. And God smiles. He smiles at that. Mm. I mean, you know, that's the biggest part of the walk is Uh that you you look back and, you know, I know I look back a lot of times and ask myself, like, what am I doing? How did I I end up here? And why did I ever come here? And why am I doing this? I mean, now I understand somewhat why I'm doing the things that I do. But, you know, a lot of times, you you know, you're being led and you you just, it leaves you speechless because I'm even speechless now trying to figure out how I ever got to this point where I wanted to share this much with other people and actually talk about these experiences. I didn't, you know, you would do it, but there were other things. I was too busy for stuff like this. Now this is my main objective. I wake up every day and I ask myself, okay, how can I be a positive influence to somebody and myself at the same time? How can I bless, how can I bless somebody and be blessed at the same time? You know what I mean? Because it's a learning process as well. You know, Hey, we're living out our calling for God. And it's like like the Lord said, um, everything that happens to us is designed to help us to become like Christ our Savior. We're not perfect, but we're not supposed to be sinning habitually either. I mean, there's no excuse for that. But, you know, we're not perfect, and people can't say, well, you know, because you're a hypocrite and you're not perfect. No one's perfect, but we are willing to be perfected by the Holy Spirit. And that's Mm -hmm. the difference. Some people want to stay in their mess. They want to use this as an excuse to say, man, I don't want to. But God says, no, don't go to a church. Come to me. Have Mm -hmm. a relationship. And then you can become part of that body, that church body, where you can have what they say, iron sharpening iron. Mm. You know, you're you're dealing with each other and you're holding each other accountable in Mm -hmm. truth and in love. That you're, you're saying, hey, have you considered... Have you considered thus and so? And and how important it is to to um to discuss God's principles and really learn from each other because no one has all the pieces of the puzzle. That's mm-hmm. why God says in John seventeen, I want you to be one as you and the Father and the Spirit are one. He prayed for us, brother. He prayed for us to be like him and be in one mind and one accord because he still has a purpose for America. America can only go down if the if the um, Christians and people of goodwill decide to just give up on America. God put America on this earth for a mission and a purpose, and he ain't finished with it yet. So we mm. need to wake up. We need to say, Lord, what do we do now? We have to say, Father, forgive us if we've fallen back, but don't let the devil beat us down. We need to stand up for the Lord. 
And well, I've been a fighter. The nation <laughs> will turn around. <laughs> I've been a fighter all my life. I'm definitely yes, not giving up have. now. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Praise not God and praise now. everyone. Praise God for everyone who is doing that. But I'm trying to encourage those that are still a little battle weary, that mm-hmm. are still like, hey, there's nothing I can do to make a difference. We all make a difference in our own way as long as we allow God to work through us. That's right. Amen. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> I, I appreciate you dropping that knowledge on us because you, you dropped a whole lot of jewels in there, and, and I hope a lot of people caught those jewels. I know I know I caught a couple, and I wrote a couple down while I was sitting here. So I really appreciate you coming and sharing this with us. This this was big because it felt right, and I and I almost not had the show. I um we got these mm. marble uh, towel holder things in the bathroom, and mm-hmm. um man I I got a I got about a one inch gash on my head because oh, I've been over to get yeah I, I hit that thing and I'm surprised mm. it didn't knock me out. Oh. <laughs> so I got well, this gash liar, head, and you came back stronger and more victorious form. So oh, praise God for your your um, willingness to go through with what God wanted because now people need this. They need yeah. to know that as as crazy and world has gotten, God still has a purpose. And if they link arms with God and with each other, there's nothing we can transform this society. That's mm. from us. He doesn't want us to give up. He said, "Wait, he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world." That's we right. can shame them with our stand if we don't let them throw us into the closet. God says, you don't belong in that closet. Get up out of that closet and stand <laughs> for me in the culture. I think that's a large thing that we forget. And um, a lot of times we forget that we are of he. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're trying to overcome these things, we look we look to gravitate towards things that can help us overcome our problems when we have the power alive within ourselves through God to overcome Amen. the things that we need to overcome. And, and you know, even myself, and that, that's something I got to really remember and latch on to. As a matter of fact, I need to write that. I'm going to put that in the studio so I'll remember that all the time that we actually have the power. And everybody listening, I want you guys to remember that, that you have the power to overcome the things that you need to overcome through God in you. Amen. Amen. Like Like the verse says, and that's why I always go to the promises, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's right. And and when we continue to appropriate that, like medicine to our soul and medicine to our spirit, man, um, again, the army of God is going to rise and there's going to be a difference. There's going to be a difference. And please, those um, who are listening, please research the candidates that are going to be considered. Please, please, please. Um, ask God for wisdom to know who is the David, who's the Esther, who's the Joseph. He has someone that is going to be willing to work with his heart. And we can't uh, no longer say we have to vote Republican or we have to vote Democrat or we have to vote this. We got to vote biblically. We got to look at the biblical worldview. Does this person represent what Christ represents? And then that's when you, you, that and prayer and then really knowing their issues, that's when God's going to give us the wisdom. But we cannot allow a person who is godless and heartless. Uh, I, I will say that. This man has turned this country, President Obama's turned this country 
to a place where he does not want to honor God, and that's why the nation is going so far afield. And and God says, you honor me, my hand of protection and blessing will be upon you. If you honor, and I'm not saying Israel is perfect, but God gave us a mandate to be a protector of Israel. Mm-hmm. And God says, he who blesses Israel will be blessed by me as well. So hold them accountable, but don't don't diss them. God says that they're still part of my salvation plan. Mm. I haven't forgotten them. So, you know, there's a lot of things that people have to really consider, but we can do it in God's strength. Thank well, you, my it, brother. And I could talk to you forever. <laughs> hey, it's no problem. No problem at all. No problem whatsoever. It's um, You got any shout-outs? I got to ask you if you got any shout-outs before we get another call in here. Uh. Oh, shout out. Let's see. Well, any any of my brothers and sisters at the Frederick Douglass Foundation. Yeah, yeah. Definitely if they're listening, hallelujah to you. Um, also, um, those who are in the pro-life, black pro-life movement, um, because I tell you, what when we stand for life, then we stand for the future, and God's heart is there. So any of the black pro-life um uh, brothers and sisters that are on the line, I, I just, you know, uh, tip my hat, and, and I'm in the fight with you. God no bless you all, and God bless you, Brother Pudgy. Thank you, Chaplain Viviana, and we'll we'll see you soon. I hope to see you in March. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see you in March then. Be blessed. Blessings. Bye-bye. Goodbye. You know, it, it's... um. Man, like I said, I almost didn't have this show, and and it, it's a it's a good thing that um I sucked it up, you know what I mean? I sucked it up, got some uh you know I got the punk out of me and and went ahead with the show because um you know my head was thumping and and I knew something was telling me though that if we didn't have this show that we were gonna miss something, and and I guess that something is all these these blessings that we're getting from different people, these different revelations, these different opinions that we're getting that are helping. But, um, you know, I, I just want to say before I grab this next call, and I'm going to the 252 um, 000s, you're going to be on the air in just a sec. But um, I just wanted to say when it when it comes to voting, it's something that, um, that sits dear to me because I, I understand. Well, you know, maybe I don't understand. I think I understand. I'll put it that way. I, I have an idea of what folks went through to achieve that right for us to be able to vote. And there is not one election, and I'm not just talking about the primary election with the the president. I'm not just talking about the presidential election. I mean, even your local elections are huge for us. Huge. I mean, very, very, very huge. You can equate it to your household and then your neighborhood. First, you got to take care of your household before you can begin to try and take care of of anything outside of your household. If you're lacking inside of your household, you don't stand a chance outside of there because you're going to come back to chaos. So when you, when you talk about like local, local elections, we got to pay attention, folks, to the folks that are running for office. I mean, if this dude is a pimp, you know, I'm just I'll just put it out there, man. If you know this guy for being a pimp and 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 a mon- money hungry cheat, you know, lying son of a gun, this bastard, this guy, don't vote for this man 
just because he has an R or a D besides his name, and that's the same as you. You know, that's something that we have to get away from. It. And if anybody has been listening to this show from day one, you guys know it does not matter. does not matter what political affiliation you have. It's only two things about you, negative or positive, right or wrong. So we really got to start studying these candidates, man, because it's going to be offensive to our families. It's going to be offensive to our coworkers, to our friends. But we can't vote the way they want us to vote, man. We can't. And 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 really, just to keep it all the way 100, if you believe in God, you need to vote for a godly individual, a godly person, a person that displays that all the time, not just some of the time. You can't vote for, you know, I, I meet a lot of politicians out here, and, and, you know, the worst thing you can be is a politician or someone running for office but not be a people person. I've met several politicians who barely want to speak to people. They don't even know how to mingle, and you can see it so easily. They, You know how uncomfortable they are around people just in general, you know what I mean, or around a certain type of people. It's crazy. I've been to places where folks didn't even want to speak to me until they found out who I was. And then they go, oh, okay, you're a pudgy. How you doing? You know, they want to shake your hand, this, that, and the third. And, 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 and you know, I talked to, I talked to a, a couple of other brothers about stuff like that, too, you know, where you go places and people don't even want to affiliate with you because they don't know who you are, but then they know who you are. And it's like, you know, they want to embrace you when we're supposed to embrace everybody. You know what I mean? And I go out of my way to speak to people, and that, that's just me. And I'm not a political candidate. So, I, you know, I'll, I'll drop the voter topic, catch me December 3rd, and Wilson, I'll be there, man. Check me out on 2101 South Tarbur Street. I forget the name of the of the um, the venue. I'm sorry. I think it's called the Rib something or, or, or something of that nature. 2101 South Tarbur Street. I do remember the name. I'll be there December 3rd. We're going to talk about some voter um, rights. We're going to talk about some voter responsibility, and we're going to talk about the crime in the area. So all the people out there who are passionate about the crime in Wilson, I want you guys to come out. Chop it up. It's a free event as far as I know. You know what I mean? So come out, and we're going to discuss some of these things. I'm going to the caller from the 2-5 Tizzle, which will probably be our last caller of the night, 006. You're on the air with Pudgy. How you doing? What's up, Pudgy? What's up? What's up? What's up? Who we got? This is James, and it's, it's, uh, it's Madison's Prime Rib. Madison's Prime Rib. My man James. How you doing, brother? Who Who's actually sponsoring this event? <laughs> yeah, man, um... Uh, I'm not trying to shake any tail feather or anything, but I've done my own little bit in research, and I'm noticing that the socialist movement that is involved with Occupy Wall Street and all this, they've been slowly moving under our noses for years, and we didn't even see it. It was so slow. And, Try 40 and years. <laughs> yep, and we're not. We and, and they kept it under the cover, and the media didn't report it. They snuck it on us, and so we got to take our country back and let them know we're not done. And um, that's why I've got you coming, and Kevin. I want y'all guys to really just wake not just Wilson up, but sow a seed that will just carry broader. And this is not my only time doing this. We're going to do this again and again and again, mm-hmm. but we get the message out. I hope so, brother. That you, you know something that the communists and, and listen, man. I'll just put it out here blatantly because I was going to I was going to talk about this when I come to Wilson, and I'm not I'm not going to go real deep into it now for lack of you know lack of time. But the communists and the socialist movements have been in the black community for a lot of years, but people turned a blind eye to it because of ignorance. They just didn't know what was really going on. And now it's widespread. It's happening everywhere. 
when we've been facing it, and I'll, I'll say not even in the black communities, I'll say in the poor communities with their agendas. You know it. I mean, it's, it's plainly put through welfare, through, and it, I, I won't even go into all of it now because I'll be talking all night. I'll be too talking big, all it's too night. Big, too big, it's too big an issue. It is. It's too big an issue that America needs to wake up, but we're not going to have a freedom. We're shot. And, um, and I and I and, and what you say as far as it goes with God, what is? Um, if the world falls apart, I'm safe because I know the Lord is and the Lord loves me. So uh, our goal is just to get people saved and their souls with God because Satan is a roaring lion who he made mm-hmm. about and we have got to get souls away from Satan and to Jesus. That is the main key to all of this. That's right. That's the objective. It should be the objective. If it's not, you need to you need to retract. <laughs> we're fighting. We're fighting Satan. If we and you, if you fight him by yourself, you're like fighting a losing battle, and, and you can only do that by being born again. Do, do you think people just don't believe that? It just don't believe anymore. I mean, you you see how people walk around in public, man, and you know, like I was saying earlier, it's like, you know, you can talk about anything under the sun, and and it's beautiful, but the minute you start talking about God or you know, God being this or God requires that. It's like, you know, like Johnny said earlier, you know, you'll get the comment or the look like, hey, God don't work for me, man. It, this That just don't work for me right now. Is that what we're seeing widespread? I think it's everywhere. Um, it's, uh, I think they know they're doing wrong. And, they convict, and it depends on the person. But if you really believe in God and they feel it, your conviction is going to hurt them. I believe, I believe also... You know, I, I think also, I think a lot of people think they're going to have that moment of repentance. You know, I think a lot of people really actually believe that they're going to have that moment, that time where they can just, when it's time for them to go, they're going to be able to lay down and call your minister in and, Lord, forgive me for my sin. You know, <laughs> I don't mean to be dramatic and funny about it, man, but I, I really, really, that's what I believe. I think a lot of people actually think they're going to have time to get it right in the end after doing all this hell through the rest of their life. Well, Jesus is all coming to face in the night, and I'm, you better be ready now. But, uh, hey, I'll ask you one question. Um, how, what can we do to get a Frederick Douglass deal going up in Wilson? To get to get a Frederick Douglass what um, foundation? Yeah, I'm allowed to get in touch with Kevin, and let's see if we can get a, a Frederick Douglass foundation here in Wilson. And I'm gonna tell you what, that lady just spoke to you. Yeah, I want her to come speak. She was the bomb. <laughs> she is. Too. I like her. She, she's on my level. She's on my level. She's right with me from the top, top to bottom. She's there. I want her. Yeah, you got. We got to hook her up again in another speaking somewhere. She's actually um, a part of the Frederick Douglass Foundation. Her name is Chaplain Viviana. And uh, send me an email I'll connect you to, and, uh, you know, maybe we can make this happen. I would love for her to come down here in my whole town to speak for sure. Well, tell her to come on down. Tell her to come visit. We might squeak her in. Okay, y'all. Might... That, that's, that, that may be a little too close, but let's, let's see if we can work it out. We'll, um, I'll be, we, can get, we can get on that tomorrow. I'll shoot a couple emails out. We'll copy each other, and then we'll go from there. How about that? I heard that, but she may be the one that can help me pull up, pull off the Federal Reserve Foundation down here because I would love to have one in Wilson County. Well, Kevin would be the man you need to you need to talk to on that. I know that Wilson County 
Um, we're getting one in Wilson County real soon. That's going to be headed up by a man, by a young man. I, I believe he's 17 or 18 years old. Um, and they're walking up. Yep, yep. Edgecombe County. Oh, I, I think it's actually going to be the Wilson County chapter, though. I'm not real sure. I'm not real sure, yeah. but uh, that that should be. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, well, I think we're going to have an event on the 17th. That's what's on my calendar, on my BlackBerry, on the 17th of um, December. Um, with that, we'll, which will be their inaugural uh, uh, event. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. And I don't mind getting if it's the Wilson chapter, I'll do something assist and make it work here too. We'll push it here. Well, I think we should do that because it's definitely needed, and um, I'm sure you guys already have the blessing. Let's um, let's talk about that off there, and, and let's make it happen. You know, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's bring America back. And I want to end this by saying one thing: I would love to see Martin Luther King's dream fulfilled, when we all would just love each other for who we are. No, I, you know, I heard old saying to be colorblind is a bad thing. No, I think it's a good thing because you're colorblind, you can't see bases. And and I wish I wish people would I wish that when when he got killed or whatever that someone would have picked up that torch and ran with it and just kept it going. I just wish somebody would have done that. Man, you know what? I'm I'm privileged to some information that I, I I'm sure will be out one day. But um, that 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 was already put into place, brother. There there were people who were supposed to pick up that torch. And uh, they're just not doing what they were asked to do and what they pledged to do. I'll just put it out there like that. What they were probably most likely ordained to do on a much larger scale from what I understand. So, hey, man, we'll do it. We can do it collectively. I think we can do it. You know, maybe we're going to do it on the scale of Martin, uh, um, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King. But you know what? The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. But you know what? We'll do our part. And if we do our part, I think that'll be a beautiful thing, and it will definitely be a positive thing. Well, one thing I admire most about Martin Luther King is when he knew he did what he did, he knew that he was going to take a hit, and he knew he stood a chance of dying. And I feel that way toward Christ, the same way. I'm going to fight for God and my country. I'm not going to set up a communism or socialism. I'm not going to settle for anything but God. And if you and if you tell me i got to settle for anything else, you know, just shoot me, because I'm not going to take it. I'm with you there, brother. We, um, you know, I've gotten into it with all sorts of people, man, and and it is what it is, you know. They they can only do what God allow them to do. And um, one thing I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna back down from God, and I ain't gonna be nobody punk. So um, <laughs> their hands gonna be filled a little bit. An old, old thing, I love what Patrick Henry said: "Give me liberty, give me death," and I firmly believe that, man. Yeah, they gonna have to take it from me though. I ain't giving them nothing. <laughs> yeah, that right. My man, December the third, baby. Where are we gonna be? Uh, December third, Madison's Madison's primary is. Madison's primary. Right, if, if you can't find it, if you get if you get to the hospital, you're only about a block or two away. We'll there it is. It's, block, it's, it's in the food line parking lot. All right, Wilson NC, it's in the full line parking lot. You can't miss that, man. On the corner, hey, I, I, I appreciate you coming through, James, and dropping some knowledge with us, brother. And uh, I'll see you December the 3rd. If I don't be in touch tomorrow, I'll be in touch with you on Tuesday. Hey, I got a BlackBerry, too, so you can BlackBerry mess, you can bla- you message me on BlackBerry, too. Okay, great. I'll send you my pen here shortly. All right, appreciate it. No doubt. Blessings to you, brother. And we are about to close the show, folks. 
It's been beautiful, man. I, I appreciate everybody for coming through, listening on our anniversary show. Happy anniversary to the whole staff and all the listeners out there, everybody who played a part in making us a huge success, people who continue to help us out and do all that they can do. Shout out to the whole Frederick Douglass Foundation, my man Kev Daniels, Tim Johnson over there, the first lady. Shout out to all the other presidents out there, all the other members. I'll see you guys in March. I appreciate you guys supporting as well. Wilson NC, WMMG, LA, DC, Orlando. We here, baby. NC, this is what we do. Everybody be blessed. Same time, same place next week. We're going to do it again. Make sure you tune in. If you're on the air with us on Wednesday nights, you'll catch the replay in D.C. and in L.A., 530 a.m. through 1600 a.m. radio. I am out of here. I holler at you guys. Be blessed. One love. Like we always do with this time.